Scotty will bring you up to the minute news from the world of golf. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll free at 877-590-KLBJ. It is time to tee it high and let it fly. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sears and welcome to the 15th Club here on KLBJ Radio. Live from the Deep Eddy Cabaret on Lake Austin Boulevard where the beer is cold and it's a great time to get inside because the air conditioning is cool. Our show, proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance, ABC Bank, by the Salt Lick Barbecue. Don't forget the specials to mark the Salt Lick, habanero chicken, prime rib, and baby back ribs. That's the Sunday special. The Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance Hotel, Maudie's Tex-Mex, the Munich Conservancy, Donald Ross Sportswear, Adele Golf, and Zilker Belt. Scotty, good afternoon. We have yet another blockbuster show from the cabaret John Fields the two-time national champion golf coach of the Texas Longhorns and our great friend Mark Brooks former PGA champion more starts than any other golfer in the history of the PGA Tour are you going to talk about Hawaii or have you already talked about it I know you did on let me just say let me just say first of all aloha (laughs) aloha uh, yeah, I had a great time. Great you did. Time. Thank you. Great time. Wearing the new shirt, Kohana Iki. It looks good. On the Big Island, uh, Johnny O shirt. Mark turned me on to Johnny O shirts. That's his. Is that your new favorite brand there, Kim Osabi? It would be in the top five. Top five now. Yeah, <laughs> our top, top our top brand here at the Golfers Roundtable is Donald Ross. You're Sportswear. a proud sponsor of the show. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now the only reason I'm here is because we've got two great guests today. Because I have been nonstop reading The Gambler, the Billy Walters book. Have you really on Phil Mickelson? I got to tell you, that is a good, good is book. It really? And I'm having a little problem with Phil. Are you now? Yeah. I mean, there's some. Is that just now coming to you? What? Uh, he's been a friend for a while, and, and or an acquaintance, and uh, yeah. like his wife, Amy, but man. Uh, kind of a sordid affair, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. It's it's very strange, but the book is fascinating. It really is. And it's uh, called the gambler. The gambler. The gambler. Or, I think it's called the gambler. Right. And, and Billy really, uh, Billy Walters wrote virtually every word, although he had a uh, sort of a so-called ghost, ghost writer, writer yeah. working with him. Yeah. But but it has been a amazing uh, read. I got it. I want to read it after you finish. John Fields, head golf coach of the Texas Longhorns. How are you? I'm doing great. Great Thanks, to see Dan. you. Thanks, Scotty, all, for All the guys me. get back in school okay? Everybody everybody got in school? We are. Good. Uh, we're ready to go. I tell you what. I looked at the li- your, your lineup, your team lineup. Lord, you've got decisions to make. You have a plethora of great golfers, much like when our friend Mark Brooks played for Coach Hannon and the Texas Longhorns. Well, I don't think he has any decisions to make. I agree with that. He's going to let him go out there and beat it beat it out on the golf course. That yeah. is correct. Whoever yeah, shoots the lowest scores, that's, that's what's going to play. That's it. I think we, uh, we let the clubs do the talking. We don't uh, get involved. You do, and your, your guys had a great summer. A lot of players played a lot of golf. I followed Tommy Morrison a lot. Tommy played well. Uh, 
Christian Moss, you know, I've got the broadcaster Arnold Palmer tournament from Pennsylvania. He played there for the international team. Uh, Jack Gilbert, the new Longhorn, uh, played in the U.S. Amateur. So, got a lot of great players. And Brian Stark played in the amateur, right? He, he sure yeah. did. I, you know, Brian Stark was a third-team All-American last year. Um, Christian Moss was second-team All-American. Um, Tommy Morrison was the medalist at the U.S. Junior this year. Keaton Bowe was the medalist in the state high school champion, medalist at the U.S. Junior and state high school champion in the year before it, uh, in the state of Texas. And Jacob Sosa mm. shot the lowest score that's ever been shot by a Longhorn golfer last year in California, uh, 61. So I was pointing that out to our team yesterday doesn't make any difference I mean you're only as John Paul Abair, our former assistant and now the head golf coach at the U University of Nevada Las Vegas used to say you're only as good as the last round that you played <laughs> so uh, we've got a lot to prove this year we didn't have the finish in the season that we wanted last year so there's a little pain associated with that which is not all bad and I, and, uh, I think we're all looking forward to the schedule that we have this year Longhorns uh, have two players in the Tour Championship. They're in a rain delay right now in Atlanta. Uh, but looking at the leaderboard, Scotty and guys, Victor Hovland of Norway and Oklahoma State has a four-shot lead. This guy is hotter than a depot stove. He won last week in Chicago, and now he's at 18 under par, four ahead of Xander Shoffley, six ahead of Keegan Bradley, Scotty Scheffler, and Colin Morikawa. He's playing, needless to say, lights out. 18 million waiting for the winner on Sunday. And also, there's kind of a competition within the competition because uh, Keegan Bradley and Colin Morikawa, for sure, are trying to show their best so that they get picked for the Ryder Cup team. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later in the yeah. show. Yeah, got to be proud. Scotty Scheffler is just, you know, he started as a leader, Coach Fields, at the Tour Championship, started at minus 10. He's hanging in there. He's minus 12. He's six back. Had an unfortunate situation the first day. Hit it in the water on a par three, triple bogey. Had a bad three putt today, but got to be proud of Scotty. This young man just keeps on keeping on. And, of course, Jordan Spieth is also in the field. Yeah, I am very proud of both those guys. Um, to have a chance as a coach, I think a bucket list item might be that you might have coached one number one player in the world. Uh, my wife Pearl and I always include her because she's the coach's coach. But I would say uh, for us to have coached two number one players in the world is pretty dramatic. And where the PGA Tour today is, as competitive as it is, uh, Scotty Scheffler has done an unbelievable job over the last couple of years and attained the value of the best ball striker in the world. Putting hadn't been like he'd like it to be this year, probably. Uh, but the bottom line is he's he's in the hunt for tomorrow. Uh, he might come out there and have a great round, and, and who knows, he might just clean up. Now, help me out. Do you, are you, do you have the coach's grand slam yet, or are you one away because you've got Masters Championship with Scotty in Jordan. You've got a British Open Championship with Jordan. You've got a U.S. Open with Jordan. With Jordan. What about the PGA? Somebody in New Mexico right. or your past? Not or? yet. I need a Mark Brooks to show up one day. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting yeah. next to a PGA champion. Yeah. And that might be Pearson Cootie. Who knows? Yeah. I, I think that 
You know, he turned down $5 million to play on the Live Tour, and that was simply because his legacy, he feels like, is going to be on the PGA Tour and uh, couldn't, couldn't bear the thought of not playing in the Masters someday. But those kind of guys, whether it's Parker Cootie or Pearson Cootie, that are both going to probably get their PGA Tour card this year, uh, they're both in the hunt with the Corn Ferry Tour right now to get their PGA Tour card. But I like our chances. I think they'll do that. And uh, Pearl and I don't take that for granted. It's, it's something that uh, we're very, very appreciative. It, it's not easy to win out there on the PGA Tour. Or the Corn Ferry Tour. Well, Texas Golf, yeah. 97 years old, 98 PGA Tour victories, nine major champions with six major Nine major championships with six major champions. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm waiting for that 99th and 100th win. Yeah. And I think it's coming soon. Now, well, I tell you, I was looking at the at the Champions Tour leaderboard. There's four ex-Longhorns oh, yeah. playing in the Champions Tour event. Harrison Fraser, Mark, you've watched Harrison play a lot recently. Had a pretty good run. He's just yeah. won back at the Alley Championship, and you got... Bob Estes, Justin Leonard, Wes Short are all playing right. playing there as well. And Justin says that he's hitting it longer today than he's ever hit it in his life. What's easier to attribute that to, technology I, or physical I think, fitness? I think it absolutely is technology. I do think he stayed fit. I think he's one of those anomalies that hits 50, and he's as fit as he was when he was 30. So I think that that combination with new technology, the golf ball and the club, has given him a new opportunity to be very competitive. Harrison has a son at UT. He's a Fiji like you were, Scotty, like I'm an honorary Fiji, so I see Harrison around campus now. He's great, and he really has been playing well this summer. He has. He's. Uh, I think he's about ready to win. Yeah. He's been close a couple of times. As has, by the way, Tim Petrovic, Austin resident. Yeah, right. Came he close last week. second yeah. last week. Yeah. So. Yeah, lost to the playoff. All right, we need to take a break. After this break, we're going to talk about the Tour Championship, uh, the leaderboard. We'll talk about the Ryder Cup. Zach Johnson has some decisions to make, as does Luke Donnell, the head coach of the European team. And much, much more. This is the 15th Club, live from the Deep Eddie Cabaret. By the way, thank you for taking care of last week when I was in Hawaii. Well, we I'm had John Paul A. Bear. We had a little Las Vegas flavor here. And uh, sounded I, really good. I was poolside there in the Big Island and listened to it. And it was probably not 105 like it was at time. It was here. about 79 and hot and cold, <laughs> beautiful women. I mean, hot and cold, beautiful drinks and everything. No, but thank you for doing that. Sure. All right. When we return more on the 15th Club, proudly brought to you by our great friends at Texas Mutual Insurance who do so much for youth golf in this town, and by Pal Thompson and the great folks at ABC Bank, great supporters of youth golf and golf in general. Back with more with Mark Brooks and John Fields and Scotty Sayers right after this. Summertime. And a living is easy. And the fish are jumping. This is Eric Lopez, head golf professional at Lions Golf Course. You're listening to the 15th Club with Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers. Thanks so much, Pro, and thank you, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, a, a proud resident of Austin in Maui, and our thoughts go out to the folks of Maui. Scotty, you've been there many times. Coach, you have too, and Mark, it is just a devastating situation. When we were in Hawaii last week, saw just the news every night and just the loss of life and the devastation in Lahaina. And, uh, boy, they got to build that thing back, but they've got to protect those citizens there because they're worried now that people are going to swoop down and, 
be vultures and, you know, buy people out and just change the whole face of that little community. Yeah, it was pretty special before, and let's hope it keeps that spirit. You know, Kerr Crenshaw, our first golf course was the plantation course at Kapalua, and about 90% of the employees lived lived in Lahaina. Really? Yeah, so uh, that community over there around the golf course, which they closed for a while just in really in respect to the things that happened there, uh, they're really working hard to help them out. Yeah, I know Mark Rolfing is going to be a key part with the PGA involvement. Jay Monahan said that this week, and Mark's back on the air on the Golf Channel this week, and I think he's going to play a pivotal role in uh, in helping those folks. And Monahan's also said they're going to have the uh, the tournament of Kapalua, the, the Tour Championship, they're going to have that in January. Okay. They want to go back, so that's a, I guess that's a thing to do. And coach, you're going to go to the Big Island with a team uh, later this fall. So uh, the Big Island was not affected, but you have parts of the Big Island you can see Maui. Yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, uh, let's look at the leaderboard first of all at the Tour Championship in Atlanta. Uh, they're in a rain delay right now, weather delay. Victor Hovland of Norway and Oklahoma State has a four-shot lead over Xander Schauffele. Uh, Victor Hovland is playing number 12. Keegan Bradley's at minus 12, as is Longhorn Scotty Scheffler and Colin Morikawa. Uh, decisions have to be made by Zach Johnson. Uh, Mark Brooks, when does when does Zach make that decision? Is it going to be Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday, when, I believe. Tuesday about the Ryder Cup. Yeah, and, they're, they're going to move to Frisco, Texas, to the PGA of America un, Worldwide Headquarters. Unlike uh, Scotty's friend, our dear friend, Ben Crenshaw. Ben Crenshaw had two, two picks he could play, captain's picks. And what is Zach Johnson has six captain's picks? Zach Johnson has six, and Luke Donald has six. And does anybody remember who Ben's two picks were? I do. Steve Pate was one. I do not. And Tom Lehman. Tom Lehman, yeah. And do you remember, though, here's the interesting thing. That year, Ooh, I know the two you. picks that Mark James picked. Yeah, it was very controversial. Did he pick that young man from Belgium? He picked... Yes, for Parnovic, who played very well yeah. in '99. The other one was Andrew Coltart, Andrew Coltart. who was his brother-in-law, <laughs> and he picked Andrew Coltart instead of Bernard Longer. Oh, now, I think if Bernard Longer had been on that '99 team, and they only needed another point to have won. Wow. Big difference, right? Big, thank you, Mark James. Thank you, <laughs> thank thank you, you very much. We saw Mark James a few years ago in Scotland when we were there in Scotland. He was yeah. at the Scottish Open. But decisions will be made by Zach Johnson. The players already in, already qualified for the U.S. team. Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, Patrick Cantlay, Max Homa, and Xander Schauffele. At number seven is Brooks Kepka. At number eight, Jordan Spieth. At number nine... Cameron Young. At number 10, Colin Morikawa. At number 11, Keegan Bradley. At a number 12, Sam Burns. And Ricky Fowler's at 13. Denny McCartney's at 14. And Justin Thomas is 15. Okay. What does he do, Mark Brooks? You know Zach Johnson. You played against Zach Johnson a lot when you were on tour. Where do you think Zach Johnson is leaning for his six captain's picks? Well, I think I have a pretty good idea where he would go if he didn't have so many vice captains chirping in his ear. He's got Stuart Sink. He's got well, others. He's a, he's a new addition. I think Stuart brings a little, may, may bring some 
soberness to the decisions. Yeah. Okay. Davis Love, Jim Furyk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's about five of them. Justin Thomas and Fowler. It's the group. And Jerry Mathers as the beaver. And Tiger. <laughs> Tiger. Tiger's on there, too? Uh, on the task force? Oh, he's on the task the force. The task yeah. force, The task yeah. force. Yeah. I was talking about assistants, though, that are going to actually be driving room. carts and on the walkie-talkie. So you don't think Tiger will be there? I'm not sure he's going to Rome. I don't think he's an official captain. I think he's going to go for the food and the, you know. He may have a new girlfriend, too, wants to impress a new <laughs> that girlfriend. That is a true statement there. Uh, okay, so Captain Brooks, who would, as I'm, of today, who would your six picks be? Kepka, Spieth, Morikawa, Young, Fowler, Bradley. Young? Yes, sir. Fowler and Bradley. Yes, sir. And you okay. go, well, who's next on the list? Yeah. The only one in the top 12 I'm leaving out would be Sam Burns. And I don't, I don't do that without regret, potentially. Let me remind you, he won the Dell Technologies match I know play. Him, and he's a great putter, notoriously great putter. So I would have a, that would, I would have a tough time leaving him off the team. Mm-hmm. And then I would put Lucas Glover. As, so if I had to pick two alternates, it would be Glover and Burns. Okay. And not in any particular order. And Justin Thomas is a distant distant memory right now. No no offense to JT, but he's not playing. He, he doesn't deserve to be on this team. Okay, Coach, you want to jump in? Do you, you, uh... I know you like that Spieth guy. You've heard of him <laughs> before, I know. Well, I definitely would take Jordan Spieth. Cameron Young I would go with for sure. Colin Morikawa. I, I've talked to my team about Brooks Kepka. They all feel like he should be playing. Yeah. Um, so that's there. I probably, I got to coach Sam Burns in the uh, Palmer Cup at the Atlanta Athletic Club. So I would lean towards him before I went with Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley's played super solid this year, obviously, and won. And then I'd probably go with Ricky Fowler just simply because he's a, a force on the team. He's won this he, year. He's won, and he's a super likable guy. The guys all love him, and they love his attitude. So probably go with that. So here's – here's I'm going to give my picks, and they're not necessarily who I would pick as captain, but this is what I think will happen. Kepka, Spieth, Morikawa – Keegan Bradley, and then Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas because they're in the fraternity, uh. as as Mark Brooks calls it. Uh. They're frat boys and part of the task, sort of the task force, either officially or unofficially. Okay, let me say I would pick Kepka, Jordan, Morikawa, Ricky, and I would give Lucas Glover. Lucas, you played your ass off this year. You're 40 years old. Your wife beat you up one time. <laughs> I want some good things in your life. I well, he's put... also won twice yes, in the last he has. month. He has. And I think he deserves it. This is the feather on his cap. Uh, I want to ask Mark Brooks because it was a mere three weeks ago and you laughed at me when I said Cameron Young and you said, no way, he's never won. He's never won, Ed. I don't. I... What changed your mind? I just looked it up. He's, he was 42nd. He's not even playing at Atlanta. Okay, I still love Cameron Young because he's a great ball striker. Uh, I'm just trading the no trophy deal. I mean, you know, I've, I've gone both ways on that. You know, I, last yeah. last time I was like, no way he makes it because he doesn't have a trophy. At home. He's never won a PGA Tour event. 
Okay, and he and he's not playing in Atlanta. He's forty second on the FedEx Cup points list. Yeah, he's not there. However, they don't go off this year's FedEx Cup points list. They go off the Ryder Cup points list. We we got to take nine. We got to take nine. We got to take a break. <laughs> he's nine. But I want to quiz Scotty and Coach Fields and you, Mark Brooks, about this. Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler on the team just because they're members of the same fraternity as some of these guys. This is the 15th Club live from the Deep Eddie Cabaret. Ed and Scotty and Coach Fields and Mark Brooks will be back with more after the news on KLBJ. Saturday night is the loneliest night in the week Cause that's the night that my sweetie and I used to dance cheek to cheek Hello friends, Jim Nance of CBS Sports And I hope you're enjoying the 15th Club with my pals Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers They are the best and they bring you Austin's only golf show The 15th Club, it's all yours Thank you so much, Jimmy Nance Who's working overtime today Because there's been a weather delay in Atlanta on CBS so he's going to have a late night. Victor Hovland is a leader there as they're about to resume play. Welcome back to the 15th Club, live from the Deep Eddie Cabaret. Our show proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and my ABC Bank with assistance from Zilker Belts, Adele Goff, Donald Ross Sportswear, the Muni Conservancy, Maudie's Tex-Mex, the Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance Hotel, and the Salt Lick Barbecue. Don't forget the Salt Lick. The air conditioner is working great, and the Sunday specials tomorrow all day long. Ed and Scotty with John Fields and Mark Brooks. We're talking about the Ryder Cup. Zach Johnson has some decisions to make uh, in the next few days after this tournament is over. Six Captain's Cups. Let me ask you, Mark. I guess that's... What about Luke? How many captains does he have? Six as well, or does he have a limited amount? How many does he does he have? Luke Donald. Six. He He's has got six. six as well. Okay, and I'll give you the the European team right quick: Roy McElroy, John Rahm, Victor Hovland, Terrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood, and Robert McIntyre are locks. Now the picks will likely. I know four of them, and Marky might or might not agree: Matthew Fitzpatrick, Sepp Straka. Shane Lowry, Justin Rose, and then the two, who knows? Hmm. That's what, that matches. Is that good? Yeah, that matches for me. Okay. It's a good team. That's a Look at that top of that team with Rory and Rom. That's a heck of a team. And Victor Hovland, that's a heck of a team. It's 10 strong. And they still have the Spanish blood. They so, just pretty how many, fiery. How many play per session? Well, eight. Yeah. Only I, eight in Ryder Cup. How many did you say? They're ten strong? They're ten strong. And and remember Mark James in 99, keep going back to 99, but he only played nine guys the first two days and had three that hadn't even played on, you know, going into singles. But he rode those horses because they were his best players. So, you, you know, some people said that was a bad idea, but he had to do what he had to do, and that may be the way it kind of turns out in Rome. If, I, would, I would agree. If you're Luke Donald, who do you who do you who do you pick? Because I I love the top of that team. Do you go you go off the grid and get uh, uh, Aberg, that Coach Fields knows, a former Texas Tech player who's played so well as a as a first year player on the uh, PGA Tour, playing on the DP Tour. Do you go somebody like that? What do you do? You're rolling your eyes, Mark Brooks. I am rolling my eyes at that one. <laughs> okay, and, it's and, out there. I've heard it mentioned. Uh, I think you're going to go with guys that have played some. I mean, just, you know, they still know it's a privilege. It's a life, something that sticks with you for life. So it's still a privilege to be picked. Moronk, Norin, Yannick Paul, Victor Perez, 
Seamus Power and Thomas Dietrich. That is his. That's okay. who he's going to pick from. And they're all good, great players, but yes. not, they're, they're, they're well, some. Hey, they're somewhat nondescript. All right, champion Stewart player Podrick Harrington has had a pretty good year. Would that be a just a crazy pick? That would be a lun- lunacy. Okay, lunacy. I'm just saying. Wait a minute. What do you I'm mean just lunacy? Saying. Lunacy. Would be. L- I'm just saying. Man, they don't. They don't have a. Okay. But they're doing something. We talked about Brooks Kepka playing for the U.S. team, who's a member of LIV. But they kicked out the Europeans like Sergio Garcia. They kicked out uh, who who else? Lee well, Westwood, let's, just, let's they, just rephrase that. They're not, they're not eligible. They're not eligible. We, but We explained this last week. I was P- in Hawaii the, on the beach. Okay, Sorry. the PGA of America, mm-hmm. which is the, primarily the club pros, and the PGA Championship, and now the Women's PGA Championship, et cetera, et cetera. They own the Ryder Cup, not the PGA Tour. That's a different situation. In Europe, the DP World Tour slash European Tour basically has control of the European Ryder Cup. Okay. So they're, those guys aren't members, and that's part of their criteria to be on their team. That's not the case with the US PGA. Yeah. Well, sadly, there's a guy probably playing in Austin right now someplace, probably at Austin Golf Club or Spanish Oaks, named Sergio Garcia, who's won more points than anybody in the history of the Ryder Cup, and he's not even going to get a chance to be on the team. And I think that's BS myself. Well, that's his choice. I mean, that was his choice. He knew it it going in. He knew it going in. And all they did was cross their fingers and hope. They hope that something will get resolved prior to this Ryder Cup. Maybe it will before the next Ryder Cup. There's yeah. a lot of things that are going to happen between now sure. and the next Ryder sure. Cup. Yeah, so, and I think Sergio would still be a good player two years from now. He's, on he's the Ryder still, Cup. still young enough, and you know, it might be an added incentive for him to get going on top of the you know the live stuff. Yeah. So we okay. may not even have a live tour two years from now, or it may be pretty strong. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah, we really don't know. Yeah, yeah. Coach, you've been around those guys. You like the European team. You've been around. Victor Hovland a lot. Uh, they're, they're they're really really good. I do. I I, I do like uh, uh, just having watched Auberg from Texas Tech. That yeah. guy is really 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 good, and he's a great putter and he's a great chipper. He's one of those guys that even though maybe it doesn't make sense, maybe it kind of does, just simply because he brings life to the team. And he's one of those guys that's going to be really hard to beat because he can make putts. And yeah. In match play, if, if you can putt, you're in the game. Yeah. And uh, unless you're just an unbelievable ball striker and have incredible passion like a Sergio Garcia. But I like Auberg. And... Well, I like him, too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, you just got out of school. I know. But, okay. but And then Harrington. I mean... That guy's a fighter. Yeah, he's playing as good as anybody. He is. And, uh, yes. That's all. Those guys on the. Yeah, I know. Those guys on the champions tour so? still play. And he speaks so. Italian. He speaks they Italian too. He speaks Italian. Uh, he does. I'm just saying, Phil won the PGA when he was 51. And Phil at 51 <laughs> could kick Padraig Harrington's ass. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, I, no I'm, question. Maybe not in the Ryder Cup, though. Maybe I'm not already. got the worst uh, record. But, well, if he hadn't put his foot in his mouth, I'd still, <laughs> I'd still take gonna, him. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I wouldn't argue I'm that one. <laughs> okay, let's talk about UT's golf schedule, which is amazing the kind of places 
that these guys are going to get to play this year. Yeah. And I know that's a big recruiting tool, too. Well, my, my goal always is to play on the best golf courses, against the best teams, against the best players, and the best coaches. And on a normal basis, our schedule is always top five in America. Last year it was number one. Normally it's top three. I think this year, again, it will be top three in America. We start at Sahali, uh, major championship venue in Washington. Did you play there, Mark? I did play there. Sahali, uh, great golf course, incredible pine trees. It's going to be an unbelievable experience for our guys. Then we quickly go to Olympia Fields in Chicago. Outside of Chicago. Right. Yeah. That's where they just just played the BMW there. Right, exactly. And uh, then we play at Shady Oaks, Ben Hogan's home. Um, Normally we play at Colonial, but they're under construction right now. Is this the TCU tournament, the Shady Oaks? It is TCU's tournament, but it's really the Colonial Collegiate Invitational held by Colonial itself. Wow. And it's kind of a precursor to the PGA Tour event. But we get to play Shady Oaks this year, and I think that's a that's a gift for us. It got redone just a few years ago by Jeff Ogilvy, uh, a U.S. Open winner, and his partner. It's going to be interesting to see you guys play it. It's quite short for you guys, quite short, and uh, I think it's not going to be a bunch of drivers. Short, short doesn't mean easy if no. there's a lot of trees. And TCU's got a new head coach, Bill Alcorn, who's. Father, father was a friend of mine from my hometown of Brownwood, a really yeah. talented guy. I don't, you've known him a long time. Re- really good coach, was the assistant at Oklahoma. They had a lot of success. He's going to do a great job there. So after Fort Worth, where do you go after Fort Worth? Well, after Fort Worth, we play our Big 12 match play championship at Houston Oaks, which I think is a really fine golf course. Uh, it's kind of a hidden gem east, west of Houston. And then we play at Cypress Point in the... Charles Schwab Cup. Hold on here. You're playing at <laughs> the Cypress Point, the Monterey Peninsula, where it takes the act of God to get on? Right. Wow. And, and once every four years, they have this event, and we were lucky enough to get invited, and uh, how can you say no to that? You I mean, can't. That is the, you know, uh, uh, Scotty and Mark, you play Cypress. I got, I was lucky to play Cypress two years ago, last year. Off the charts. Cypress is off the charts. Yeah. Six holes in the pines. Yeah. Six holes on the water. Yeah. And then six holes, what would you say, Scotty? Six, six, and six. Yeah, I mean, sandy dude. maybe Sandy. Sand yeah, yeah, it's all. Now, it's, Cor Crenshaw is involved with Cypress well, Point. Well, we're right? the consultants for Cypress Point very quietly. We don't. We tell them not to do much to the golf course. <laughs> we just try to keep them under control and say, oh, maybe you need to redo one green a year or take a tree out here or there, but not much. And that ends on Halloween? It does. Uh, October 30, 31. So. Wow. I'm available to travel with you. <laughs> TV. Which one of these are? do we know this, yet? This particular year, we won't be on TV in the fall. Wow. Okay. Normally, yeah. I, I try to get us at an event that would be on TV. Next year, we will be, but this year, we won't be. 
but we will be playing the best golf courses in America. Yeah. So after Cypress, is Cypress Point the last tournament of the fall schedule? It, it is. Okay. Wow. And they need to get a streaming service involved here. Oh, they really do. Oh, we need to do I that. Would, I mean, who wouldn't tune in to watch these guys play well, Cypress I, if they'd I, allow it? I, I love think when they you, might. I love when you guys played at Pasa Tiempo. That was a great... We, we are playing at Pasa Tiempo this year. Wow. That's a final tournament for us, and it will be on TV. Uh, right. That's in the fall, or in the spring. Spring. And we start in Hawaii. We play Coach Bear's tournament in Las Vegas. Uh, then Augusta? we play. So Augusta? We are playing at Augusta. We'll play at the Valspar tournament, which is at the Floridian in, in uh, Florida. I mean, we've got, yeah, and then we, this this particular year, I tried to get us to the site where we will play the SEC championship oh. next year. They call it the Johnny O, and it will be on the other golf course um, it, in, in southern Georgia. Okay. Uh, really good place. Is, is it added added motivation for your team? And I know the answer to this because this is the last year of the Big 12. It is. Yeah. Well, Chris Del Conte, our athletic director, uh, wants to make a, a statement. So he, we have 20 teams. He wants to win 20 Big 12s. And uh, yeah. the, the moniker, and I think you've seen it, and it's all over the country right now, which is embrace the hate. Embrace the hate. Because there are some people really, <laughs> really, really Including really, the damn commissioner of the Big yeah. 12. we got to take a break. After yeah. this break, more on the 15th Club Live from the Cabaret. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sears and John Fields and Mark Brooks. Don't forget, Ben Clements will join us for the End Zone Club as we talk Longhorn football next hour here on KLBJ. Chambly, and you're listening to The 15th Club with Ed Clemens and Scotty Sayers, KLBJ. Thank you, Brandel, very, very much. Brandel will be back in Austin in October as he will be on Mark Brooks' team for the Hannon Cup here in Austin. There was a big article in one of the golf magazines about Brandel Chambly this week. I saw that controversial figure, but you will be his coach in the <laughs> Hannon Cup in a, in a few months. Yeah, and... Uh teammate and uh, tour mate for a bunch of years. Yeah. He keeps it stirred up. He does keep it stirred up. Our show proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and by ABC Bank. Ben Clements joins us. He'll be with us the next hour, too, as we talk about Longhorn football, NFL football. Tonight. Hello, Ben. Good afternoon. Hey, guys. How are you all? Uh, you just kind of got your eyes up because John Fields and the team were playing at Cypress Point. Yeah. Of course, you shot, I believe, a 77 last year. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's a fun track. It's a really I fun think track. The, I think coaches guys will play a little better than I did though well I will say this the last time we played Jordan Spieth was on that trip and Kramer Hickok shot 63 in the practice round which is the course record oh come on wow <laughs> is that right he sure did wow and it was getting dark and he was not coming off the golf course man oh man we would encourage you to take the players to where do we have the fajitas over there at Tiger the hay Tiger yeah, the Woods hay. Tiger Woods, and of course, feed is there. The Peter Hay golf. Yes, the yes. little par three course. The little par three course right after that, yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm going to the Hogsbrough. Dad can't give you golfing tips, but he'll tell you where the best fajitas in town are. <laughs> yeah. We're going. They're, they'll, they'll be at the Hogsbrough in downtown. Is that? Uh, I love the Hogsbrough. Well, that's awesome. Clint Eastwood's place. Clint right? Eastwood's place. 
There's no bad place in Carmel, California. No bad place at all. Okay, let's. can we go around the table? They've resumed play at the Tour Championship. Victor Hovland from Norway and Stillwater wearing those Oklahoma State pants still has the, now it's a five-shot lead. He's got a five-shot lead. Uh, Coach Fields, does Victor Hovland uh, win tomorrow? Is he going to be the tour champion? Is he going to get a check for $18 million? Or will your man Scotty Scheffler or Colin Morikawa or Xander Shoffley or Keegan Bradley come back? Well, Mark talks a lot about the hot hand, but I would say this. I would love to see a Longhorn get super hot tomorrow and uh, close it out. Mark Brooks. Well, I'm going to use my brain on this one and uh, <laughs> go way out on a limb and say Victor brings it home. I mean, he's he's got it in the slot. I really like some of the comments he made. He was talking about feels. When his feels are good and the ball's flying good, he, he feels like he can repeat it. So even though he's got track, the trackmeister behind him, Joe Mayo, who's been working with him now for, I don't know, less than a year, uh, got him in, good, in a good spot, and Joe primarily helped him with his short game. So that... Victor's short game is what's gotten better. He's always yeah. hit the ball really good. And now you he feels like he could actually miss a green and still make a par. Pretty tough combo right there. As a European, you expect him to have an accent, but he speaks perfect English. He, he's, he still, he's still water in. He's from Stillwater now. He does. He does. He's been and, at Oklahoma Joe's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my wife says he looks like Pinocchio. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. He bogeys his nose, gets a little bigger. Well, I, I don't know, but I admire the guy. i got total admiration for him. It, as I love Pinocchio. Yes. You know, I think Victor is one of those universally liked players on tour and really around the golfing world. I don't know anybody that has a disdain for him. Coach, was he like when we faced him, when you faced him at Oklahoma State? I know we broke his heart that day when the Longhorn Golf Team beat Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in the same day at the NCAA tournament. We sure did. Uh, what a day that was. Beating Oklahoma in the morning and Oklahoma State in the afternoon. Victor Hovland, Matthew Wolf. Um, Victor Hovland is just a, a great person, period. Doesn't matter what college he went to. He did go to Oklahoma State, and we got a piece of him, but the bottom line is that guy can play golf, and he's a really good person. Scotty, does a Victor Hovland uh, win tomorrow? Easy. That's a, not even a question. I know. I, okay. I, let, me, let me throw. Colin Morikawa will win tomorrow. Oh. Colin Morikawa will Whoa. win tomorrow because Ooh. Colin Morikawa is donating $1,000 to the people of uh, Lahania and uh, Maui. That's, that's it's very admirable. Lahaina. Lahaina. Yeah. Well, that, that town, too. Yeah. Good for, good for him. Okay, Coach, uh, talk quickly. you got two minutes about UTA team, UTB team. You've got nine or ten really good players. We do. Uh, I'm really happy with our team. Um, Brian Stark is a senior transfer. He played last year for us from Oklahoma State. He was actually Victor Hovland's roommate. Uh, while he was at Oklahoma State, and inclusive of Victor's PGA Tour career. Um, we've got Chris Christian Moss, who is top 20 in the world right now uh, from South Africa. Ernie Els, protege, fantastic golfer. Keaton Vogt, Tommy Morrison, both the medalists at the U.S. Juniors the last two years. Uh, 
Jacob Sosa, who's a local product out of Westlake that shot the lowest score that's ever been shot by a Texas golfer, 61. Called Ben Crenshaw to verify that because I wondered yeah. if he ever shot 61. Tommy Morrison, uh, too. You got Tommy, Tommy Morrison, six foot nine, great player. Um, again, medalist at the U.S. Junior this year and played in the Elite Eight. He, uh, we've, we've got a great team. And if, uh, if the coaching is good, if the players pay attention, if they keep their desire up, and if we work hard and do all the right things, we can have a chance to win that. And yeah. if we win a national championship, if you win a national championship, you'd be the first coach in Longhorn history to have three national championship rings. Well, he's got one Correct. with him today that we're one. looking at right now. That is a big ring. Yeah. Hey, we got to say goodbye. John Fields, thanks Hook a million. Hook him. Mark Brooks, if you want to stay and talk college football, you can with well, Ben. Well, I always learn something from Ben. So okay, I'll, you do. I'll stay for a few minutes. Okay, stay for a few minutes as we talk college football. Scotty, thanks a million. It's been fun. Thanks to Garrett back at the station. Uh, we'll be back next week with the 15th Club Live from Dirty Martins. First weekend of college football. Don't go away. The End Zone Club is next on KLBJ.